everyone. Welcome to Darn IT Podcast. Episode two, social media mistakes. Now, the reason I made this the second episode, because we all love social media. If you don't love social media, then get out. I'm just kidding. We all use social media in some way, shape, or form. We may be on various platforms, or we may just be on one platform. But regardless of what platform you're on, you are on social media. You are connected to hundreds of thousands of people if you would like to admit it or not. Now, when it comes to business, when it comes to businesses' social media mistakes, this is where the conversation gets a little more serious. And if you know me, uh, I am serious with the side of funny or whatever you want to call me, charismatic or over the edge, whatever. doesn't matter. The point is, when you think about your business and you think about its reputation, for any business owner or any business leader, this is top of mind. So when it comes to making sure that your business has a right reputation, you can probably recall at some point in the uh, past where a business may have posted something on social media that probably tarnished their reputation or made you second guess if you're going to shop there again. In the world of, you know, the littlest thing can trigger somebody or can offend somebody, this is where businesses need to navigate properly so that their reputation does not get harmed or um, the reputation, well, not necessarily reputation, but also the fact that information could be lost on social media as well, because a lot of businesses post some content online, but essentially on that social media account, it is connected very intimately to that business. And if a business says or posts something offensively, it could really tarnish their bottom dollar, but also their reputation at the same time. So a very common theme here today is social media mistakes will tarnish and harm your reputation. So let's get on with this. So as a general rule of thumb and any logical, reasonable human being would agree with me on this is don't post anything that would offend somebody or don't state anything that would harm somebody or hurt somebody. Say something insensitive because, again, it will affect your reputation when you post something online that could have been, you know, anything. And I can't think of a specific example, but anything that would harm somebody or offend somebody, especially a, a trusted, loyal customer of yours, it could really harm your business. And for smaller, medium-sized businesses, you may not care too much about that, but let me make this clear. Anything and everything you post online isn't temporarily stored. It's in digital stone. And it's very hard to, to remove, especially if someone captures a particular piece of offensive content and circulates that content across the ether of the internet. So it's very important to make sure that things are you're cognizant on the things that you post. Uh, but there are ways to actually mitigate those risks exponentially when you take the right steps in the right direction. Now, 
sometimes we all make mistakes. And again, as any rational, logical, and fumbling human beings that we are, we do tend to make mistakes. A lot of businesses have posted something that was good-hearted and really did not go the way they intended it to and really harm them in terms of reputation or financially. And it's hard to quantify it financially. Let me make that clear. It's hard to quantify that financial damage against your organization from a mistake you may have made on social media. Uh, and the only way to really quantify that is if you actually sit down and think about, okay, what did this, how did this affect my business? How did this affect my bottom line and my customer base? Um, one thing that I want to hit at home, because we are a cybersecurity company and not a, not a social media company, but when it comes to um, social phishing, basically, um, if you want to think back to the harmful effects of Cambridge Analytica, of how they actually took a lot of personal information, and it's not just businesses that they acquired information from, but it's also individuals personal information that they've uh, taken as well and exploited. But a lot of hackers and attackers who are going to look at ways to uh, go after your business will utilize social phishing in order to get the information that they need. So depending on the size of your business and how much content is online, they can utilize different social media applications like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any application that your business would be on, um, they will look at ways to acquire information against your organization as well as see who else would work at your company. So for example, if a hacker wants to attack your business, your you know, medium-sized or small business, and they want to look at ways to attack your infrastructure, to steal your data... What they would do, for example, is they will look at certain employees, either be the gatekeepers, the receptionists, um, project managers, CEOs, um, CFOs, CIOs. Regardless, they look for someone of importance that they can utilize their attack against. So they would utilize social engineering to be able to acquire the information that they need. So for instance, if the attacker wants to get you know the gatekeeper to get them to talk to the CEO um, they can say in regards to oh they may know someone from the finance department or they spoke to so-and-so at the finance department they spoke to you know Sally Sue at the finance department and they want to speak to Mr. CEO basically what they are doing is they've collected information about the organization so it makes the gatekeeper less likely to give resistance if that person is dispensing more information and making it look like it's more of a warm sort of introduction or someone who's dealt with that company before, um, as well as speaking to the CFO or um, to acquire different information about banking or whatever the case may be, they will look at utilizing social media to get that information that they need. And that's very important for a business to think about when you are posting information online is what type of information are you posting online about your business and what kind of, um, you know, 
outbound activity are your employees utilizing when it comes to your business, right? So even if someone from the IT department is on social media and, you know, she's posting content about the business, oh, these are the apps that we're using. These are the apps that we're trying. If they're, if, you know, she's posting on Reddit, for example, oh, I work for company ABC and we're trying to utilize this piece of technology or this and that, the other thing what hackers will do is collect that information. It may not be relevant at that point in time, but what they are doing is essentially building the list and building the profile, as you will, uh, if they really want to target your business. And there's a lot of work in mining that come in place, but if they know where to look, it's not that hard to get. Um, so basically, what a lot of businesses suffer when it comes to um, social engineering or social media engineering, if I put it that way, is lack of awareness. And what does that mean? Well, lack of awareness is essentially putting content online without understanding certain steps and certain variables. And um, I'll teach you now the common steps that you can take to make sure that your business isn't vulnerable or um, to basically train your employees the right way. So like I said, train your employees. You know your business as a business owner or a business leader. You understand your business. You understand the sort of image your business wants to convey on social media. So you must train your employees on social media etiquette, especially when it comes to your organization or for your business. You have to look at ways if there are posting pictures inside your office, um, there may be a whiteboard or a computer monitor that may be displaying some sensitive information. And once that's posted online, people will look in the background and say, well, um, I see this new thing your company's working on, or I may be seeing, you know, maybe someone's searching pornography on the other screen or something silly like that. But really, you don't want that to become you know, the focal point of that particular post. So train your employees to be cognizant on when they're taking photographs. Uh, well, let me be honest. If someone's searching pornography at your office, you have bigger issues in your hands. But th the point I'm trying to illustrate here and the example I'm trying to make here is that you never know what someone's doing on their computer at any given time. And you're guilty of it. I was guilty at some point in my, in my previous life, you know, I wasn't doing work things and I'm not alluding to the fact of searching pornography. Let me make that very clear right now. Uh, it just means if I'm on social media or if I'm doing something that's not relevant to my job, these are the very things that you may not want to display to public, right? Especially when it comes to sensitive, um, sensitive topics, sensitive information or apps or programs that you're working on or a resolution for a customer, etc. These are the very things you need to train your employees to be cognizant on when they're posting stuff on social media. They're taking photos, writing a tweet, whatever the case may be, to make sure that stuff is, is addressed before it gets posted. The other thing I recommend is utilizing best use guys, um, especially when someone's managing your social media account. There are some things that would be basically best use in terms of, you know, when's a good time to post it? What's good things to post online? Just get a general guide. Um, doesn't have to be extensive by any means, but something that at least lists certain points that your business can utilize while posting content on social media. And, you know, some things to do or not to do when it comes to posting that stuff. 
um, as well as if there's anything in your field or in your market, especially when it comes to cyber attacks or cyber risks, it's always great to post that content online. It's not going to be self-serving. It's going to be a very, very important aspect because we cannot all be on top of things. And in your particular field, if there is a threat against your business or against your line of work, the best thing would to do is to, to circulate that information through email or through your social media so that your customers or your clients or your employees will always be aware of specific attacks that may affect your business and it may affect their business. And keeping everyone in the loop will keep everyone cyber aware and you know they'll give you a nod or may ups- or you may be able to upsell them or whatever the case may be. But really generally speaking, do it for goodwill. Do it because you actually care about keeping everyone uh, abreast of all the cyber threats that are that may be targeting your specific organization or your specific field. Um, simple practices, like I mentioned earlier, uh, review before posting. No one has a filtration process about fil- filtering things before they hit social media. So have some, so some sort of best practices, like I said in the best use guide earlier, but at the same time, make sure you have best practices. So for example, um, if Sally from the social media department of your business wants to post something, uh, it must get vetted through one to two people before it gets posted online or before a tweet's made or whatever the case may be so that there's different set of eyes on that particular piece of content to make sure, okay, is there anything in the background? Is it too busy? Is it conveying the right message? Is it conveying the wrong message? Would this offend somebody? Um, would this not offend if it's not practical, etc.? These filtration processes of reviewing a particular social media post before posting it is the best thing because generally speaking, um, you know, the, sometimes the, you know, someone from out of college or some fresh ch- kid, a university student, college student who've done social media, said, I'm a social media guru now, etc., may not have that same sort of mindset. And it's just whenever they could just to get the content out there, but they're not actually reviewing the actual specific content before they post it. Again, bridging on what I said, limiting access to corporate accounts. So what I mean by that is don't give it to everybody. Don't give it to anybody limit down on the amount of people who have access to a particular corporate account and make sure those review processes are in place so that that particular individual or department would consult with the you know proper authorities prior to posting that content. And lastly, passwords. Passwords, change your passwords often, uh, especially if you have turnover um, utilizing passwords and a strong password will keep your account from being hacked from outside hackers. Um, and very important, make sure multi-factor authentication is turned on. A lot of these social media sites do have the capabilities to allow multi-factor authentication. Definitely look at that and turn that on. Yes, it may be a bit cumbersome to utilize, but at the end of the day, you don't want someone breaching your account from that simple password you have on it and essentially put lewd or um, damaging photos or, uh, or messages on your social media, which will ruin your reputation because security is, is, is as long as people want to admit it or not, is top of mind. So if your, your account's being breached or it's being attacked or it's posting some lewd images or lewd text online, 
that will reduce the confidence of your clients or potential clients to buy from you or to do business with you because you've not really taken the right steps to protect your own social media account. So what steps are you taking to protect them if they're a client or, or, or if they already are, already are a client of your business? So these things are very are key, key to think about because you just don't realize how important social media is in the whole image of your organization. This is really the makeup. This is what people see first, either your website or they see your social media first. And that's what gives them that impression about your organization. So you don't want to be putting stuff online that can harm your reputation or uh, be used against you at some future time if a hacker is trying to collect information against your organization. Thanks so much for listening to this, this episode of Darn IT Podcast. I'm your host, Darlene Gresson Jr. from Darn IT Group. Have a great day and safe computing.